I'm Anusha and you're in The Loop. The Youth's Choice Loop. For this episode of The Loop, we interviewed Radio 1 legend Chris Stark, now executive producer and co-presenter on Capital Breakfast. We spoke about how he's finding the new job, plans for the show, podcasting and so much more. So Chris, thank you so much for agreeing to speak to us. Um, How are you enjoying The Breakfast Show? I love it. It's... um... I'm obviously quite new here at Capital and it's been strange moving to a new place because I was at Radio 1 and um, moved to Capital a couple of months ago and joined the breakfast show and I absolutely love it. We've got a great team, we're doing amazing things but it all feels quite new and quite fresh so I think the next couple of years of the show are going to be really, really exciting. We've got some great plans. And now you're obviously executive producer as well as co-presenter. What does that mean for your role? How is that different? Well, I think when I was at Radio 1, it's interesting. When, you, when you're a radio presenter, you also naturally have a kind of involvement in the production. And when I was at Radio 1, the production side really was as big to me as the presenting side. So when I joined Capital and I joined Global, they were really good in recognising that that was a big drive for me and something I wanted to... Um, kind of highlight as my next career move and so they enabled me to be both a presenter but also recognize me for the kind of production values that you bring to the show as well Mm. uh, which was really good of him and so yeah it doesn't really change too much if I'm honest it doesn't change too much because it's something that I've always done I think you know I've never confessed to being the greatest radio presenter in the world but I'm driven by ideas and I love radio so much and I love presenting but for me there's nothing better than when you come up with a big idea and you see it getting shared and people seem to really enjoy it and you get that response from the audience so that side of it is slightly more production and what's been great about joining the Capital Breakfast show is being able to combine both of them. What's it like working with Roman and Sean? Roman and Sean are great. Uh, I've known Roman for a few years, actually, because we grew up in a similar area and we've always been in touch. But to be able to work every day with him and obviously our job is super fun and we have we have such a laugh. But I also just think there is a big drive as a team to come up with new and great radio ideas. And I just think the radio show is in a really good place at the moment. We have a lot of fun every morning. Roman is is he's brilliant I love the guy um he it depends how much I want to dig him out right now (laughs) go on go for it he's uh he's he's so honest in so many (laughs) situations there are times where Roman will just say what he thinks I sit there going like wow okay (laughs) like Like you need a friend that will tell you you have spinach stuck in your teeth like and he's that man he will tell he will (laughs) he will tell you but he's also very kind um he's very supportive and I think we're making a really really good team at the moment Mm. Sean is fantastic everything we were just talking about about being a good producer as well as a presenter Sean is that person she has phenomenal ideas she has this infectious enthusiastic personality that the listeners love and I really hope people are enjoying the show because I absolutely love being here it's been really fun joining Obviously, you've got some like amazing, viral, hilarious features that you did on Radio 1, like Innuendo Bingo. What can we expect, if you're allowed to say, from The Breakfast Show? What would you like to do with that? Well, I think the show has performed so well for so many years that it's got an audience that, that love it for the personality that it already exudes. 
Um, so really, in joining the show, I just hope I can bring uh, people who either like the stuff that I do or like some of the ideas that I have made in the past. And the plan with this breakfast show is to continue to make more of them uh, for the capital listeners now. Mm. And we do have a couple of very exciting uh, things we want to start doing on the show. But we're already, we've already started in many ways. There are things that we're already doing in the couple of months that I've been there, which are new for the show. And I think a, a sort of think of making it sound really fresh. And yeah, I, I don't want to say there's one idea that we've got, which I think is going to be awesome. Okay. Uh, but I don't want to say it because we haven't recorded the first one yet. Right. And you know how it works in radio. Mm. It's, it's like if I say what the idea is, someone will rob it. Yeah. <laughs> Scott Mills, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not naming names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so obviously you're a presenter, a producer, and also a podcaster with Peter Crouch. Mm. What has podcasting been like? Was it always the plan to get into podcasting or did you kind of fall into it? Well, I think I think podcasting really, it, it's fascinating how it's become a thing. Everyone needs to have a podcast. You know, you're almost unusual if you don't have a podcast <laughs> now. And that's cool. On Radio 1, with um, the show I did with Scott, we, we had a podcast for many years and actually a lot of people did listen to it, but podcasts weren't a thing. And then podcasts became a lot more uh, kind of mainstream, I guess, and they've exploded in popularity. And it, my involvement in podcasts doesn't feel that new because, as I say, we always had that show podcast, but the podcast I did with Peter Crouch when I was approached about doing that um, was maybe just before there were you know, loads and loads of podcasts. We came in at a good time and that has just turned into something so successful and I'm so proud of it. And I love it as a creative outlet. Like we have a lot of fun. We sit in a pub, drink a few beers, talk about football. But my favorite thing about that podcast is the fun stuff that we've done. Like we'll have these crazy ideas, get Prince William on, that kind of thing. And then the maddest situations are when that then happens. Would you ever maybe do something similar with Roman and Sean? You could call it um, Capital Breakfast, A Second Helping. I like that. Yeah? That's great. <laughs> I will suggest that. Thank you. Um, but yeah, I think, I think the show, because we do so many good things on that show and mm. it genuinely is so funny that if you're listening to the radio at that time in the morning, you're very likely traveling somewhere. So you might only be listening for a certain amount of time and then miss the rest. So for me, that's where a podcast could be quite useful. If you're a fan of the show, I think it could be a great place to be able to put all the stuff that we've done and let people catch up on it if they if they wish. So that's an amazing name, and I'll definitely suggest it. And I'd love it to happen. I think we're so focused on making the show as good as possible um, that all these different types of ideas and maybe a podcast is one of them are things that we should definitely look into at some mm. point. So you mentioned obviously you come from BBC to Global which is a commercial radio company um, and people might only be listening for a certain short amount of time. Has it been challenging to kind of get those links shorter and slicker to fit in between the things they need to fit in between? I, I do think you know it's sometimes a bit of a cliche uh, in terms of commercial radio being a bit snappier and the links being a bit shorter what I would say is that it's not necessarily that it's just that links are shorter. I would say they're more refined. Mm. So I think there is a, a huge uh, impetus put on, if that's the right word, um, making links as powerful as they are in a shorter time. I don't think links are compromised because of the length of them. I think what is encouraged here is this kind of feeling of movement throughout the show and it keeps on moving and it's exciting. 
And I'm really impressed with how that happens here. And they, they do really care about that. And they do work with us to make the very best content that we can be creating. Uh, so I think at Radio 1, there was that as well. You know, they would encourage us to do not shorter. I think shorter is the wrong way because that makes it sound like just stuff's been cut, mm. but make the links, you know, really thought through and a bit more punchy and a bit more powerful. But here it, it really feels like that's something that has definitely changed in my style of broadcasting from Radio 1 where it's perhaps a bit more relaxed around some of the links, which has its own pros as well. You know, it is lovely being able to do that as well. There's no right or wrong. It's just different. How has it been adjusting to like the early mornings? Obviously, you were doing afternoons with Scott Mills. Now you've got to wake up at... Uh, what well, look at me. I'm up? a mess. <laughs> so uh, I, I, it is a struggle sometimes. Because I get up at four in the morning, I leave the house at quarter past four, and then the show is from six till ten. So it's quite a long show. It's mm. quite early. Um, but what I would say is I just love this show, and I love radio so much that that's what I want to do. And I feel very lucky to be doing the job that I do. And it's a privilege to be on the radio every morning on one of the biggest shows uh, in the UK. And, you know, our ambition is to make it the biggest breakfast show in the UK. And we are going to have a lot of fun doing that. So, yeah, it's a bit of an adjustment, the afternoons, but uh, compared to the mornings. But it, it, in a very good way, I think it, it gets me out of bed a bit quicker in the morning. I don't muck around so much, lay in bed, have a coffee. Um, but also on a personal level, I'm really, I really want to do this. And I really want to explore what it's like working on this breakfast show continuously rather than just being the deck on Radio 1. Mm. It's great to be part of a breakfast show where you can plan in the months ahead and, yeah, the compromise is you have to get up early, but that's yeah. all right. I mean, I have to say, 4 o'clock wake up to 4.15 leave time, that's very impressive. It's, Do you, like, lay yeah. your clothes out? Yeah, you're right. You are before? right. I think I might GoPro it one day. Yeah, like, no, that could be a great feature. I lay everything out the night before. This is the thing. So, as much as it's getting up early and that's annoying, it does get me planning a bit better. Mm. So I will lay everything out and I have like a tooth <laughs> toothbrushes ready to go. And yeah. Yeah, it is a bit of a rush, but it's okay. Maybe there could be a challenge which breakfast presenter can get ready quicker. Yeah. I think you'd be in the running for that. But do you know what? Yeah. Loads of our audience are up early. The reason why we start the breakfast show at six is there's enough people at work. This is the thing. I don't want to make it sound like a struggle. I'm going in and, and having really good fun. There are people at work and you know, it's a great privilege that we can entertain them at that time. Mm. And so that's part of it. So on a really selfish, personal level, four o'clock's early, but it makes you really appreciate the weekends. Yeah, we all really <laughs> appreciate the show as well. Thank you Thank so you. much. Thank you so much. Thank Lovely you. to meet you. The Youth's Choice Loop.